got a high fever. Kalo aka Acapella Intro Kid. We on different distribution, no distro kid, but I'ma have to spit those quick because if not, that fucking fifth fold lift. I mean the four five, sorry. The dyslexia kicking in. I spit it sick. Ain't no mini ripping, but I'm singing it. So magnificent. That when I get to ripping shit up off the dome, they swore it's written shit. But no, my brain just zips around fast. You know, I hit a ground pass, then I flip a pound fast. Cause I don't give a damn what the cops say. I might have to go and get a job before I get locked day. And that's what I did though. Because I was never really the type to flip bows. I'd rather go and get blowed. And you know that's one of the rules in the 10 crack. Smoking on your own 10 sack, then you been whack. <laughs> but hey, it's just some magic shit. We just do it for the look and all the pageantries. But with this rap shit, I'm passionate. And this potting, well, I'ma have to take a crack at it. I listen to Mopaz, the music, the flow god is stupid, I can still rap from the dome hot, it's lucid, ain't no dreams, but I'm like Cupid with the arrow and I'm beamed up, because every time that I see one, I might shoot it, then release like, jeez, he dumb, he's so stupid with it, flow's too persistent, I might have to go super sane when I shoot the rhythm, or shoot the game with him, I might hold court when my main... Hitters, and I might have to go crazy with the dame lifted now. Now, y'all thought I was gonna say something nuts? No, I might have said it in private, but never public, bruh. They claimed I said it on stage, but they be fucking up because I'm so persistent with the lifts. I'm tummy tucking them because they got a little fat around the edges, and I'm leaner than a motherfucking tummy tuck. What? Even though I'm heavy as hell, that means I'm holding weight. They go ring the heaviest bell. When my shoulder blades get to swinging, get to uppercutting, I fuck them up, send them up to the upper crust. Then. Wait, the upper crust? I mean the atmosphere, the outer limits. Every time I spit, you know I might get at this here. I'm about the givens, the givens of thanks because it just passing. I'm fucking spitting the dank. Uh, that's that pit flow. K-Low on my sixth flow, I'm a schizo when I spit it sicker than the motherfucking rib flow. What river? The one that's in my town, that's the Cherry Creek pipelines hitting from the farms and it's scaring me. Uh. But what can I do to stop it? Because if the cops showed up at my house, I'd be locked in. They'd want to take me away because I'm crazy as gay. And I might have to go and spit it hazy till I'm paying my way. Or I could just hunker down, put my nose to the grindstone, learn a trade, maybe make it to find home. But hey, 
I'm just paving the way till my name's in the rhinestones, till my name's up in lights, ho. Uh-huh. But that don't matter anyways. Because I'm plenty paid and I got plenty shade in my yard. Even though there ain't trees in it. That's just me getting made from afar. And what that mean? That means with this rap shit, I'm a crack fiend. I'ma have to go and spit a motherfucking track me. That means I'm running it. Let's go so dumb, I'm like Brian Pumper in it when I pump a bitch. <laughs> ha 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 ha, I'ma laugh at him. Big Kayla when I'm back like a crack addict. 2020, I've been chilling, but now I got the vision and now I'ma record it for you damn bastards. Episode 3, Trey Jones. What's up? What you want? good all right ladies and gentlemen my name big kalo aka shack unleaded and we are here with the what you on podcast back again how you feeling man i'm cooling man i'm chilling this man right here i got to the side of me we got my boy trey jones trey what's good bro yeah i'm cooling man shit hey i'm I'm excited that i got to meet you and i got a chance to do this because i like people with the vision you got the vision yeah i'm gonna tell you like the last podcast I recorded was like in February, and there was so much shit that went on since then, obviously, but yeah, like you said, now that we met up and now that we're here, and our boys at Triple Falls Productions, shout out to y'all behind the oh, camera, shout out to came over, boys. set this shit up for an hour, and yeah, turned this place to a studio, it's fucking solid, yeah. super solid. That's like, wait till people get to see this, wait till y'all get to see this. Hell yeah. But, yeah. um, so we'll start out, a little update, I was just jumping around to studio and studio with my iPhone, recording a couple episodes. But I wanted to step my game up a little bit instead of trying to hassle people. Hey, let me come sit in your studio for two hours, do this shit, yeah. you know, kick them out of their studios and shit. So oh, that no, wasn't working out. So I had some equipment from back in the day. So just started buying some more stuff, built it out here in a pool shed, essentially, a pool club. And yeah, now we're back up and running. I'm going to hit up my visual dudes as much as possible. But until then, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to drop podcasts more frequently and more scheduled out. But other than that, let's get to my boy, Trey Jones. Trey, yes, what sir. the fuck you on, bro? Man, nothing. You know I'm doing me. Trying to do me, at least. You feel me? I'm back on my music stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's important. Up. That's important because, you know, when I'm not feeling as good and confident and stuff, you know, I kind of lay back off of the music. Yo, yeah, definitely. Once I get that back, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to do this. No, it's weird. I, I feel that same parallel where it's like, I'll feel, you know, shitty. I'll feel depressed. I'll feel, you know, any of those negative feelings. And then I realize, oh, I haven't been practicing guitar. I haven't been recording. I haven't been writing anything. Yeah, none and, of that shit. Cause and then, yeah, once once you find the time to have, hop back into it, it seems like it straightens life up. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So the way this works, I kind of briefed you on it. But we're going to go way back, take it, since, you know, we've hung out, but we haven't had a chance to, you know, throw chat, communicate. Yeah, yeah, throw it all the way back. So. Sure. This will be cool on both ends for the content and for, you know, us building whatever we're about to do. Yeah, so exactly. we're going to take it back to your first musical memory as a child, you know, singing, hearing music in the house. Maybe if your parents, what they were listening to type shit. 
Well, shit. I I remember like I just used to love music so much. Like as like as far back as I can remember, I say I probably really got into like into music about second third grade. Okay. Right. And I was listening to all types of music because I'd be around my grandparents, yep. and I'd be around mm-hmm. my mom, and, and my there? dad listening to different type of music. What like, was their record collection? Okay, <laughs> we, we from Kansas City. My dad started a family from Kansas City, and my oh, mom right side from on. Minnesota. Okay. So he loved the tech nine music. He rapped himself, so I was just around it all the time. Oh, yeah, he used to make us write rhymes and do stuff <laughs> like that. And I'm going to have my daughter doing that shit. I'm, hey, but I'm, then, I'm putting the pad and the paper next to her in the crib and shit. Yeah, <laughs> but then back in the day, it was hard to say anything that, like, like no swearing and stuff like oh, yeah. that. So we had to be positive the whole time. But yeah, like, I was trying to make it sound good. I wish I had that because I had to hide all my raps and shit from my parents growing up. Because yeah. especially because I was a little, you know, demon kid. I was rapping about goofy shit, you know, yeah. getting real Eminem-y and yeah. horrorcore <laughs> hey, type shit. Too, yeah. But no, so yeah, whenever they would see that, like, I, I remember my mom li- crying when she found a rhyme book of mine. She's no like, oh way. my God, this stuff <laughs> you're writing. Oh my goodness. It's I hilarious. You just because, like, they, they're not reading how you. Exactly. And that, and that was like, homies, like, I'd have homies find little papers of mine and be like, oh, what's this goofy shit? Yeah. And then I'd wrap it for them. They'd be like, oh, damn. I, yeah. I see you. All right. So your dad, being a rapper himself, being from Kansas City, Tech Nine, you know, you're pretty much in, you know, the perfect jump off point to get interested in hip hop music. And was there anything besides hip hop that was around, like that you can remember at all, like old jazz or blues, Motown music, anything um, like that? Or was it pretty much just hardcore, yeah, that, hardcore hip hop? I mean, I only really heard the hip hop shit mm-hmm. like when I was with my family, either with my family, or, like in the car or something like that. Yep. But we used to go um, downtown to the plaza all the time when we would hear like the jazz music and shit. And it's just. It's good for the background and shit. Right, I yeah. just wasn't interested in it, but no, I'm I'm interested in whatever sound good. To be honest, All yeah, right. there's something that hits your ear and then yeah. draws your attention. Then there's no telling why, no reason why that is. Yeah, so as long as it sound good, that's hell yeah. Okay, so growing up a little bit, what music did you start like listening to heavy? Where you're like, you know, maybe looking stuff was, up on the I computer. Was, or? I was heavy on um, Lil Wayne. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. No, I grew up in that era. So, would you find them MTV when the videos would drop, or um, did you have any of the Carter twos or ones? All the Carters, I listened to all of them. Once I once I figured out who he was, I'm trying to remember exactly when I figured out who he was. <laughs> I can't remember how old I was when I found out, but once I did, it was, was game f- over. Game over. <laughs> Favorite rapper, and then Fifty Cent popped one up for me. I know that was around when I was in the third grade. Yeah. And it's cool because that, that time frame kind of overlaps because like toward the beginning of 50, it was like towards the middle of Wayne and through another one of his evolutions because uh-huh. yeah, 50 came out, what, 03, 04, like early 2000s? Um, yeah, it was something like that. And that was around when the Carter 2 dropped, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, it was around something like that. I just remember that's when MTV started showing hella music videos, and that's how I fell in love yeah, with it. Yeah, me too. So by, the fifth, by the fifth grade, MTV had all the videos. They had the countdown. I remember going to my grandma's basement and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I used yeah. to wait for the Lil Wayne videos to come on. Pop Fire, bottles. Fireman? Fire, that Pop. Fireman videos, yo? That was my shit. Pop bottles. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, so... From there, how old were you around there, you think, when, when I, you, when when you I, fell fell into your Lil Wayne phase? And how far do you think that carried you? Um, I think I was around 
I said like 11. 11? Okay. Something like that. 11, 12, all right. Yeah, something like that. And I don't know. I just love this music so much. I don't, I don't know, bro. It's just like <laughs> the swagger, all that type of shit. Well, that's the thing. He's and versatile, am, too. He can yeah, spit, but he can doing, swag out. Yeah, and then he could, you know. Rock out. Yeah, exactly. All that. Yeah, so that's best, rap, best rapper alive, man. There's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah. There's a fucking reason. Yeah, all right. What's up. But anyway, so you get into your about teenage years. What were you listening to around then? Because I know my taste. Teenage years. My taste sort of started shifting around there musically. Started, you know, getting on the computer, developing, finding more artists you like and yeah, shit. Yeah, see, by my teenage years, um, I started listening to all types of like genres. Like, I would listen to like pop songs and stuff like that just because it'll be on the radio, radio. Yep. and you know I'm, I'm just hearing this stuff we'll go to dances like school dances and stuff and you're hearing all the mainstream music right. so you ain't got no choice jam <laughs> to it almost because you're hearing it so much yeah and you but, start remembering lyrics you don't yeah, even know why <laughs> yeah everybody else turning up to you like why not <laughs> yeah so that's when i started listening to like all types of music hell yeah just started expanding with it but really it was mainly hip-hop and yeah, definitely. Chief Keith when Chief Keith came out, oh, it, was <laughs> it was over with. No, yeah, yeah, because that that's still high school era, like 15, 16. Yeah, that's when he started dropping. Like, um, that was before finally. I think rich, it was like but, fourteen. Yeah, because I remember. Yeah, I had a homie show me Love Sosa. Love Sosa. I don't like. I heard the I don't like remix first, and I was like, Yo, this hey, shit's crazy. Funny <laughs> ass story. Funny ass story. Hey, he go he go laugh that I'm talking about this, but my homie Sudan, his name Sudan Jock. I remember. Shout out Sudan. I know Sudan. Yeah, What's you know up, who Sudan man? is? Yeah, that's my homie. Yeah, that's my that's my homie. So um I remember him coming up to us. This is our freshman year. Right. I remember him coming up to us and then he like always jam out to the new music or whatever. So he put the he put the uh, headphone on my ear like, hey, listen to this. This is like Chief Keith. And I'm like this. I'm being stubborn as hell. I'm like, wait, do I try to hear little Chief Keith? <laughs> he like he like, bro, he this shit go hard. He like listen yeah, to yeah. it. I'm like well, I'm not trying to listen to it, you know? <laughs> so then eventually I end up seeing like the uh the don't like video. I'm hearing everybody play it. Yeah. Then I see the video and I'm like, oh, this dude is hard, <laughs> you know? So then I was like, oh, he wasn't lying. Hey, I should have put it in my ear. They changed rap with that one for yeah, real. Like, it, yeah. It was crazy because I remember like I know a lot of people during college, they got really into Chief Keef and stuff and yeah. started listening to the old shit super heavy. Hey, he, had his, hey, he had his time. He went crazy with yeah, it. Yeah, around 14, 15, because mm -hmm. I remember that was around when, um, God, what was that? Like, Earned It and shit started coming out, like yeah. with the elevator videos and yeah. Chicago. Yeah, they had a real moment back yeah. then. I remember falling into Them that. Them niggas out there are really crazy, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The videos. Them like, you see real. all those disclaimers. It's only props in the video and shit. Not out there. Them boys really know what props there, are. <laughs> All right. So from there, um, I'm guessing around that time, is that where you start getting like the idea, oh, I like rap this much. Why don't I start dabbling with it myself? Funny because funny like Sudan was the first one that started rapping and he had a um he had a song that was really supposed to be him, but some other nigga hop on it and then so boom, that's what it was, and it was called Teed Up. And I was in the room when that song was getting written and yeah. recorded, bro. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> that after, came out. after after I heard that, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm teed like, up. yeah." And I always love music. I just had no, but I had nowhere to do the shit. That's I had so no room, you know, to do the shit at the time. But once I found the time and I found the people, yeah, oh, yeah. it was funny because I was I was running around with his his homies BLMG and them. Mm -hmm. I, I was 
I was writing raps with them because it was in between. Like, I was in between job and just quitting school and shit. Yup, yup. And I've been always writing raps, and so I hopped in with them, and they took me in because I could rap my ass off. Yeah. Like, Who so the fuck like, is this? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Right. I was running with them, and I remember being in the room when he was, like, writing his verse, kind of whispering into himself. Uh, he, was, he, was, he was there when they started. I was, they started I, was the I was there, like, when he was writing it. He was like, I'll tell you the fucking bitch. I was like, yo, that's going to go crazy. That's going to go crazy. Up. Record that. Yeah, yeah. bro. When and I remember... Shit, when I heard that shit, bro, I'm like, bro, this shit is banging. Like, it's funny because if you look at the album on SoundCloud that it was on, I think it was called Band of Brothers. Like one of them has like 300, 400. That one had like uh, 10K plays yeah, on it and shit. Yeah. I was like, yo, yeah, it was definitely. It did some numbers. Yeah, it did exactly. Some numbers. It, was, it, it was definitely, I knew it was going to make moves. Cause yeah, fucking, yeah. And everybody else verse was pretty solid too. Yeah, like, it held it down. It held it down. That's what I'm saying. Man, but, but, but Breezy, that's the, he the one that teed that motherfucker up. <laughs> From I there, you're like, the, I hey, can do hey, one hey, of that's these. Really when I really when I wanted to start like recording. That's when I'm like, all right, now I gotta do it. Right. I'm like, I just heard how crazy. <laughs> like for real, like in my head, whole time I'm like, I know it's gonna sound good. I just haven't recorded yet. You know what I mean? So right. once he did that and he, heard, I'm like, yeah, I need to do it. Yeah, that's so what, that's kind of what inspired me to do that's that. That's crazy because that was like an inspirational moment for me because like just hearing that song get recorded and you know it was literally seven dudes in a small ass bedroom with yeah. the mic and the laptop set up. Yeah. I was like, Yo, getting this it, is magic right here. Getting this it done. Magic. I know it was, you know, it was pretty wild because everybody was kind of teeing up around mm -hmm. that time. So yeah. it wasn't too um, pr productive, but it, it was a good jumping point for everybody, you know, to yeah. kind of build from there and shit. Yeah, facts. You remember remember your first verses you wrote? What they were about and shit? My first verse. So, yeah, because that was about 2015, 2016, around there then, right? My first verse. Um, Like I said, my first verse would have been when I was when I was in, like, the fifth grade or whatever, when I when my dad was making me do my raps oh, and yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But okay. I don't really, I don't, I don't really remember those raps right, just because, yeah. you know. I, I try to forget my old raps too. But Don't my worry. first my first song ever recorded yeah, yeah. was um twenty sixteen. Okay, right. I right did on. it at Belt's Crib, if you know about this. Hell yeah. Shout out Andy uh, Belts. That's out, the boy. I, I recorded my second podcast there. Oh uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, good dude. I fuck with him. Oh yeah, he's super solid. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, he had a homie um record and it was the first time I was in a booth, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> and uh the song was called uh Drop it low. Drop it low. Yeah, oh, I got it. Remember, I think I played it for you. I told you it was the very first song that I recorded. Okay, That's why yep. I did it at, and it ended up just sending me that that song. Yeah, that's for fire. a long time. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like connect with them. Like after that day, after I recorded and shit like that, like I don't know what ended up happening, but we didn't end up. We ended up like not talking for a while. It wasn't nothing bad. It was just right. like we just was doing just our own thing. Yeah, shit. I don't yeah, know what happened, sure. but um. Yeah, that was the very first song that I recorded, and then I got to meet Jake around 2017. Oh, yeah, so like about like a year, year after that? Yeah, Jake had come down here from um, St. Paul or whatever, and... Um, yeah, because wasn't he doing... This, he wasn't living here, though. He was still in um, Inver Grove, I think, or something like that. Okay, right. Yeah, and then so... <laughs> That's when I met Jake or whatever, and then he was playing this shit at the at the parties, and boom, he ended up moving down here. We linked up, and then yeah, the rest was history. We made our first song. The we made uh, watching me the first night we we recorded together. No hell yeah, for sure. I was yeah. gonna say, cause was that moment just completely random? You were in, he walked in with friends, mutual well, friends. Well, he had situation a spot. Or? He had a spot rented out, um, up 
up by uh, Charlie's on Madison, if you know right. what I okay. yep. So he had a place running out, and like it was a little studio area in his building in the basement area, kind of. Oh, that's hard. So Hell yeah. He was already there, and he hit me up like, hey, come through the spot. Boom. So I'm like, all right, bet. You know, get to right. record yeah. and see what he did. Well, I really didn't think I was going to record. He just told me to slide through. Right. So now I slid through. Boom. I just had my ride leave because I'm like, because he like ended up saying like, you trying to record? Like, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Made my ride leave, basically. And, and, he, and he did all his own engineering and shit too, right? Yeah, he's I been know. doing that for a long time. That's why he's like... That's why the sound is getting better. And yeah, better. definitely. And I think that's just half of why it's making so much noise, just because the sound he's able to cultivate by recording himself, it fits perfectly like with the sound of music that's going on today and mm-hmm. just how it works with his voice and like yeah, his personality and how he jumps around and shit. Yeah, that's who he is. So. No, hell yeah. yeah. Shout out to Jay Gillen, man. Yeah, I know guy. he's a, That's the guy. Remember, the what guy, was he on? Sure. Episode three? Episode two or some shit of your guys' podcast? Number two. Hell Number yeah. two? I remember that. No, definitely. Um, cause yeah, he makes a lot of noise around Mankato. When they did that, oh yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah, that was a nice ass interview. Man, small ass world. How mm-hmm. we all come together again, right? <laughs> but um, all right. So I know from there, that was kind of your jumping off to starting to do shows, right? Cause I don't know if he was doing plenty of shows before. Yeah, 2016 he was. Area or? Yeah, he was. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, he was already kind of connected and. Yeah. Because I remember, uh, I think, around 2018, I saw he did an interview up in the city somewhere that, you know, made it to my phone before I even, like, knew who he was super mm-hmm. heavy, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, he was already doing shows, and then, so right. basically, after our first project that we did together, we had enough music to perform and stuff, but, we, you know, that's that's when I started performing with him. He's like, hey, right. come on. Well, but it wasn't right away type shit. Right. So what was I that? I didn't expect him to do that. What was that talking. first stage show like? What was your first experience getting uh, up in? We did that at, uh, what's the spot downtown? Was it What's Up or Red Rock? What's Up. Yep. Uh, yeah. And it was smooth. I, I fucked with it. it was, I was a little nervous too. You know, first Hell time yeah. performing. And Were you just mainly um, hype man stuff, ad libs? Mm-hmm. Well, I had songs with Jake yeah, by that yeah. point that people was actually fucking with, so they wanted to see me perform it. You know what I mean? Right on. Hell so, yeah. I, so, yeah, I wanted to perform. He he wanted me to perform. We had some bangers together, so we had right. to. You know? Hell yeah, for sure. That's the only way it was. They went up right out. away, or was there some learning learning curve stuff where? Um, yeah, it was a lot of learning along the way. Well, just like having more poise to myself. And, yeah. Just more you stage know, presence, yeah, just figuring out how to know, move around and yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? All that type of stuff, yeah. having that bass in my voice and like, yeah. I don't know, adjusting to different songs because we we do different type of vibes and stuff. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because I think that's one thing where, you know, you rap for so long. I remember rapping for just 10 years straight, like at homies' cribs and stuff, at house parties. Yeah. But then when you actually have the mic going... And the PA system going, then you got to worry about holding the mic in a certain spot where it yeah. doesn't feedback with the speakers yeah. or yelling into it and shit like that. Trying to and, get the crowd involved, yeah, exactly. all type of stuff. Exactly. You, know, you want the crowd to actually be feeling you. Yeah. You know, otherwise you feel like you're not doing what you're supposed <laughs> to be doing, which is making the crowd. Rock well, it's out. funny because like the way like these shows were set up, how they were just showcases. Like I feel like they would be better suited in either a more packed bar or kind of advertised in a different way to where it was more like a concert experience because mm-hmm. you know not many people are that hardcore hip-hop fans yeah. in the area to yeah. where they'd want to go and watch rappers unless you rap yourself you know 
that, that was the main thing I noticed from those shows, which I can't hate on. That was that was my main form of performance yeah. like these past th- three, four years. So yeah, that's why Jake. That's why Jake does all type of music, you know. Mm-hmm. So then it, it it pleases everybody. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so, most some, of the people. One person. If you get one person jumping around each song for a different song, shit. Hey, must be doing usually, something right. Usually we see people jumping around, so that's a good sign. No, definitely. Well, yeah, even the last Red Rock show I would see you guys at, you guys had the crowd going nuts and packed out, especially like setting up an 18-plus show like for yeah. his charity shit. That, yep. that was hard, yeah. Yeah, raised some good money for that, too. So That's what's up. Shout, shout out, shout out. Um, so linking up with him, you get to meet um his manager, Eric, and Waterwave. And yeah, I kind of already knew Eric, though. Oh, okay. Because... Eric had uh, went to the school across town from me. Went to Mankato East. I went to Mankato oh, West. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. So I already knew Eric, but we really uh, linked up when he started the water wave uh, shit. So yeah, can you um, kind of throw me through that history? Because I've, I've like peeped a little bit on the internet. I, I just don't know much about it or looked into it at all. Yeah. Um. Hey, Eric started from the bottom. I'm gonna tell you that that boy. Yeah, he seems he like, started from the bottom. He seems he like crazy. he hustles for sure. Yeah, bro. I remember when he first brought the uh, the first Waterway poster over. Or like he had everybody sign that motherfucker. Yeah, so me yep. and Jake was like one of the first ones to sign it. That's it. Know? was fuck. Hell yeah. So yeah, that's when he started bringing the camera around, you know, doing a little podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he would like record some shit. And then, you know, he just basically just started expanding his brand to all types of shit, you know, selling merch and Definitely. the merch is hard. I, I just bought the fucking ski mask the other bro, day. Bro, the quality, <laughs> the quality, the merch exactly, is hard yeah. and it's legit, bro. So yeah, go oh, get yeah. that water wave. Shout shit. out. Yeah, water for sure. Wave, bro. <laughs> go get that. All right. So from there, um, I was going to say, so how long until after you're moving, doing shows, you know, doing whatever you're doing until you make it out to town here? Because I guess the story of how we linked up and got together was um you were just walking down the street one day they're probably two were from you know work yeah, yeah you're yeah. working at yeah and then my dad he was walking down the street just struck up a conversation with you yeah so like hey you know what's yeah. going on he knew i was new here so he wanted to chat yeah. it up a little bit and i'm used to stuff like that so yeah for sure it was cool and he was telling me that it sound made music referring to you obviously yeah and now yeah. i'm like all right you know I'm going to, you know, see what he's talking about because, you know, I like that type of stuff. And when, he, and when he said he had a studio space set up, were you expecting, like, a closet and a booth? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. No, no, I didn't expect that. I I really didn't know what to expect. So that's why I was just like, all right, we're going to link up and then. Hell yeah. You know? And from here you saw it. Because I remember your reaction, which is most people's reaction. They yeah. don't expect to walk into a spot like this. You know? Yeah, you definitely don't. <laughs> nice space, too. Yeah. Nice space. I like it. And it's versatile. I mean, we moved shit out of the way and set up a podcast studio in here, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you like got that. the space to do this. You, you got record this division. Do full bands out here, so yeah. hit me up, fellas, ladies, yeah, whoever you I, are out And there. I'll be getting that information out there, too, Definitely. once I get everything that I need. Y'all gonna have to come check it out. And that was really my main setback was just, like, because I had all my stuff set up in my bedroom, but then I had found out I had a baby on the way, and yeah. Riley, my fiance, was like, hey, yo, you know, we got to make some room in here for stuff. And, yeah. you know, I was lucky enough that my dad, he got rid of a pool table at the time. And mm-hmm. so there's room for me. And now I got to do a little rearranging, but that's no problem at all. Ain't no problem. No problem. Easy fix. <laughs> easy fix. You got the space. All right. So what do you think about living out here in a quiet spot like Cleveland compared to wherever else you're living at? Um, 
it's I like I like how quiet it is because you know I get my little space away from whatever it the is hustle and whoever. And Everybody going nuts. You know I don't know I just like to stay on my own really because don't nothing come good from hanging around everybody being around everybody so. It's it's funny. It's nice. It's nice to have that little space. Well, it's funny because you run into more opportunities, you know, to link up with people, you know, have these different fun experiences. But then it also brings yeah, and then the think, bullshit. Think about it. if I didn't if I didn't move out here, I probably wouldn't have met you. If I did, it probably would have been way, way down later. the road yeah, or yeah. something like that. You know, I don't know. Oh, exactly. You know, everything happened for a reason. So most definitely, hell yeah. yeah. No, like yeah, because I was living over in just St. Peter over there for a year, and I lived. Like mainly downtown above a bar and that shit was just hectic. I would walk out my front door to like people standing on my apartment patio, yeah. drunk as hell, smoking cigarettes, like yeah. not a place to raise children for sure. Yeah, definitely not. And I, I guess I'm lucky because I got a place by my parents' house. They got a pool and shit to use for the yeah. kiddos to swim in. And yeah, and then what got me was when I first came here, you walked me through uh, your yard and I'm thinking like, where are we going? And you walk into the to the neighbor's yard and look like I'm like, what the hell? But then you told me that your houses are like right next to each other. So hell like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely a blessing for sure. Cause having all this stuff, like, who else has a pool table in their studio? With, yeah, multiple. With a hot tub, with a pool, with the sauna. Like, multiple. Yeah. Oh yeah, the people gonna see what's going on <laughs> real soon. Trust me, we gotta get that out there. They gonna see what's up. Yeah, let's see. Okay, okay, so so we're pretty much caught up now. Um, what's your plans moving into the future? I know before we started, you were talking about you had some songs for a project ready. You might want to record a little more. You said you got the cover art and shit, so yeah. you want to talk about that? Um, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm basically just doing a little EP that I'm trying to drop, just like a little solo project. There. Right on. Um, I really want to throw a couple more features on there because I really don't have any. Okay. Uh, the main the main point of me dropping this was to uh to have like have it be more about me. So like I'm I made sure I got those songs where it's just those right, dolos, those dolo songs, yeah. you know, just me and but I do need them couple hard features. Right on. You feel me? Yeah. So but I'm going back and forth on like what tracks to put on and it's like it's like basically done. My cover art's done. Right. It's just when you put it out, you know, unless you're Kanye, you can't do much else to And I'm going to tease the cover art, too, because it's hard. Hell yeah. yeah. Shout out to Trevor, because Trevor did my cover art. You, you know who Trevor is? I've heard the name, probably. I don't, I probably met him, too. Yeah. Uh, he does the cover art, and he does the uh, cover art for Jake and all, all yeah. the type of stuff, okay. too. The live cover art is nice with it. I guess it, so. he was probably on stage with you, j dancing around or some shit. At probably one at one point. <laughs> probably at one point. But, yeah. Um... I really wanted to drop this project back in like August, like around my birthday. Right, August right. First, like around that area, but um, you know, just stuff comes up, man. Definitely. Speaking of stuff coming up, um, what'd you guys have on the docket before the COVID nineteen shutdowns happened? Man, that back was so in the, back was, in March, about that, right? Yeah, that shit was unexpected. <laughs> I thought. And because I got asthma and shit, I started, I'm like overthinking the situation. Right. I'm like, bro. Keep it 12 like, feet away from people and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at everybody different now. <laughs> like, oh, what you got? Exactly. Yeah, for real, bro. That shit was. But then, yeah, so I don't know. Um, I think around that time we was, what was I doing? 
I don't think I because I wasn't I wasn't too much focused. Like I would do a few songs here and there, but I, I wasn't focused focused on the music. Right. Yeah. But you know, I still do my shit here and there when I could. And um, I don't know, maybe just working and trying to figure out like life situations. You know, dealing with family and true, true, stuff okay. like that. So you're kind of putting the music on the back burner for a second, yeah, anyway. Just because. Okay. You know, the more important things how to be taken care of. Yeah, definitely. Man, I did my no. best in those situations. I know I know all about that shit now. Even just having a child, you have to reprioritize fucking yeah, everything. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a bad thing. You just got to exactly. take care of the more important things first. Man. Exactly, yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's easier that way. That's the main shit I'm running into, too, is just, you know, making sure I'm getting accomplished what I need to get accomplished. And, you know, I got I got time to come out here, make some music, write something, like... Yeah. Most definitely, and let's see. Other than this COVID shit, the only other crazy shit going on, you know, presidential election, police brutality, all that other yeah. fucking crazy shit going on. Oh, uh, what do you got to say about all that, man? See, yeah, I, I don't be too much into that, but like, you know, I got my own opinion. Everybody got their own opinion, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that like, I think it's just certain people that like they ruin it for everybody. So like those people are the people that should be, you know, getting locked up. Exactly. And, like, it's not that hard to, to you know, charge the person who really doing that type of shit. Right. Like when you see it, but you see what's is, going on. But the problem is, you're having his coworkers try to tell him, you know, hey, we're punishing you because of some shit. Not you know, knowing that they have dirt on them. Yeah. Or whatever else the fuck could be happening. All type of weird shit, yeah. Like like I said, I work at I work at a place where it's hard for people to find, you know, accountability for shit they do wrong and we do like paperwork and shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? So like yeah. when you playing with people's lives, it's like which ultimately that's the Yeah, bro, that's the thing. It's like, like bro, these living human beings just like you, bro. Like like know. that type of stuff like I just I, because I I meet good cops and stuff like that like not everybody bad right you yeah, know what exactly. i mean it's just um, the one in the few i don't know definitely so. i kind of have that same opinion where i've met shitty cops i've met cops that you know pulled me out of the car to search me and i've met cops that you know acted like they didn't smell whatever they smelled you know type shit and but i actually just i actually just talked to somebody about this uh he was saying how he was just telling me how like uh the Mankato department or something, how they get like young, young new people or whatever, like fresh out of college and stuff like that. And um I don't know, he was telling me something about this uh sheriff or something that was parked in the middle of the road, basically like on the highway, but he was going like fifty five. He got like a big truck or whatever. So okay. he could go like eighty if he really wanted to. Shit was good. But he seen like a cop in the middle of the road so I don't even know. He tried to, He basically said that, like, as he was approaching up to the cop, because he can barely see, all he can see is the back of his lights, mm -hmm. he said he was slowing down. And he got, like, he used to be, like, a cop or some shit like that. So he had, like, um, he had, like, a a dash camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. so he knew how, how fast he was going and shit like that. You know, he could go back and look. And they threw the cherries on him and shit? Look, so then he said <laughs> he, said he basically got down to, like, I don't know, like 45 or 30, something like that. He like slowed down, you know? Right. And then like, once he got around the cop, the cop flashed his light on and then boom, pulled him over. And then the son was in the car with him. Like his son started laughing. Like, are you getting pulled over? <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah, I think so. Whatever. So then, um, 
I guess the cop come up or whatever, and he's like, license and registration or whatever, and he's like, he could tell the dude was just like young or whatever, and then he's like, you, you know why I pulled you over? And then guy's like, <laughs> to be honest, no, I don't. And then so he said that he was speeding, and he told him that like, he said that he was coming up so fast behind him that he that he thought he was gonna hit him. <laughs> And it was a straight up lie, and I didn't know it. So basically, the point of that story, he was just telling me like how like arguing with the police and stuff like that, like it really don't help the situation, which it don't because like they feel like they got the authority and shit like that, which and, they do. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, he dropped a lot of knowledge on me. So. Yeah, but it's but it's like worthless authority because there's not much other than a couple years of schooling and a six month course yeah. that has them, you know, being able to interpret. A law book that's 350 years deep, you know, yeah. with some shit that's been changed, with some shit that's still, you know, is antiquated. Like, I think there was a law in Minnesota where it was illegal to be a Native American up until, like, within 20 years, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure that just got taken off the law books and shit. What? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, just shit like that, or, like, even <coughs> shit about crossing state lines with shoes on types of, like, you know, weird shit. Yeah. Which, I don't know why they'd write laws like that. But other than that, yeah, it's it just it's just chalked up to human error because nobody can do shit perfectly. Yeah, and but at the end of the day, it's just about being a decent human being, bro. Yeah, that's exactly. all it is. I don't get what's so hard about it. Babe. Hey, easier said than done. From yeah, what I'm true. saying, shit, true, true. Shit, that was deep, bro. What else you gotta say about the police? Anything? Shit, nah. I ain't <laughs> say too much. No. I ain't say too much. No, I'm fucking with you. But um. Other than that, I don't know. I don't got much much else on my docket. What about you? You got some shit you want to talk about? I ain't talking about some shit, man. We got some time to pass. Why or not? Yo, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It could be two hours, whatever the fuck. I just know um, we haven't really talked about you like promoting a podcast or starting a podcast or any production stuff, but I know that's something we talked about. Yep, that's something start we talked on. about. So hopefully we can get some started up. I, it really just come down to me like, Jotting down my ideas and stuff, mm -hmm. which I said I was gonna do. So right, yeah, I'll make time for that. And nice. you know. other than that, you're just kind of ramping up to get back into your music shit. Drop yep. the EP and then see what happens after that. Yep, I'm on that. I'm on the music stuff. I'm on, I'm, I'm on my workout stuff. I'm trying to get you know, trying to get right all the way. Trying around. to get fitty all the way around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's like when I'm feeling good. That's when I'm on a roll. Like. Mentally, physically, you yeah. feel me? So exactly. that, that helped me with my music. Right on, right on. Yeah, so. Well, I can't see what's coming up next. And, yeah, pretty much the same thing, you know, with all this COVID stuff. I've been kind of reshaping what I had to do yep. and kind of restructuring everything. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not alone here. I'm guessing Triple Falls fellas had to do the same thing. and Just about everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. But, hey, we made it here now. The setup's fire. Yes, sir. Hopefully the video's looking good. Hopefully I'm looking a little less ugly, but <laughs> we good, we good. Don't worry about it. Bet. All right. But uh, other than that, shit, I don't, I don't think I got much else unless you want to plug anything else. Tell them to follow you somewhere or shit, whatever. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Che A T R A Y A Y E underscore. Oh um, yeah. shit, I ain't got much to. I ain't got much, nothing else to talk about really. Right now, you want to talk about like. Not that I can yeah, think man. of. I, I just want to start recording some shit, man. Right. I got some plans. Let's kick it. All right. All right. Well, hey, I think that's about the end of it. This has been the What You On podcast with Big Kalo, Trey. Yo. Shout out to Triple Falls Productions for the video. Shout out. And, yeah, we out. Hey, buddy.
So fast at a couple of that bitch, if you stick me up, I ain't giving a shit. No, a couple of niggas put some hoes in your whip. They play that bitch, they did like Jim. Venus, Serena got racks, little bitch. If you owe me money, I'ma slap that bitch. Pull out her what? My bitch got tits. Matter of fact, what the fuck you got? I can't wait to get these diamonds. I don't really need them, I'm already shining. Swore that nigga got a little gut, but I made it good, so she love my body. I love that ratchet, but this shit a hobby. I love my wife, bitch, just did better snobby. Better think twice, but you try to rob me. Gotta remember, I remember the poverty. Ay. Ass niggas, what the fuck wrong with you, nigga, man? Let that shit go over your head, leave a nigga dead. You know I mean? Bad, bad, what that bitch they stuff if it ain't about cash, I don't get no fuck. I'm a Kansas City nigga, my fans say cuz I'm hiding the bitch, been smoking on rents. Pat her down, we don't do no punts, and you pussy ass nigga don't get no friends. This ain't for a sport, bitch, I'm on a hunt, and I got a meat roll, so go get you one. Trevy on that, Trevy on this, yeah. Bitch, you can stop eating dick. I get to the back of a fuck about a bit. Uh huh. I need a push off for the whip. I'm hitting a bean if you need a bit. Yeah. For what KT Lee, you stretch. Nigga keep talking outside of their net. Yeah. He see me, he knew what was best. I die by my buddy, we all came from nothing. So we ain't going that's from nothing. Yeah. I was really about my bread. Yeah. And he ain't just a bread runner. Yeah. Bitch, I'm hotter than the sauna. Yeah. Bullets hotter than the summer. Yeah. She gon' eat come up a sauna. Yeah. My jack bad like gunner. Yeah. We ain't going that's from nothing. So we ain't going that's from nothing.